Adam Pengilly is on the line. Morning, Adam. How are you, mate? Morning, Jared. Morning, boys. How's the weekend? Yeah, pretty good. Thank you. Uh, poor old Pretty Wild, uh, unfortunately, let the punters mm. down. Pup. Yeah. She had a shocker, Adam. What were your uh, What were your thoughts, buddy? Oh, she didn't have the easiest run, Clarkie, but I must admit, I saw in the field report that she was slow to recover, so I think she's got a complete forgive run, but I, I'm starting to get the impression that she needs a bit of sting out of the ground. Yep. She wants a bit of a, a wetter track, so yeah. she might be that horse in time. We don't know, but I'd, be, I'd forgive her for this one, given that she featured in the field report and obviously put up with a couple of issues, but um, yeah, Chris is, a, oh, Chris is a master trainer. We all know that. If she's not right, probably send her for a spell, and try and get her ready for a campaign in winter or something like that. Mm. Aft Gabin was super, though, in the Eskimo Prince. Yeah, he was fantastic, wasn't he, Jared? I must admit, heading into that race on the weekend, I thought he was just a little bit vulnerable, particularly at the price. And you could maybe spec one or two around him, Azu Tiger or Sopenko, to, to beat him. But geez, he showed his class there on the weekend, didn't he? He was far too much for that field. Another beautiful ride by James McDonald. And just his turn of foot is just so electric, isn't it, really? So he had that race one a long way out from home. And... I heard you guys speaking a little bit earlier this morning, one of the callers about, you know, what are the options for him heading towards the, the rest of the Autumn Carnival now? He can, he can stay to his own age and probably take on that traditional three-year-old path or heading towards a, maybe an Australian or a Ramley Guineas or they try and have a crack at a Doncaster. Um, I suppose James has got lots of options now. And given he's, given he's had that bleeding attack in the spring, you can't afford any more hiccups, Kenny. So one more of those and his, his career's done. So... I'd imagine James will be shooting for the stars later in the campaign, provided he keeps stepping up and, and raising the bar. But, um, yeah, what a great return to racing there. What did you make of Madeira Sunrise in the first? Yeah, she was pretty good, Loz, wasn't she? Uh, nice feeling from Michael Friedman. Yeah, I, I don't know where she sort of sits in this golden sort of picture. I, I, I dare say that she might have to make a couple of lengths on some of those better fillies and better colts we've seen so far. But she did everything right. You can't complain about that. She had to dig in for the fight with Sicilian and, she was in a real dogfight there and was um, a little bit too good in the end. So, as Michael sort of mentioned after the race was, I suppose with these two-year-olds, you can't get too excited yet until you see them do something over 1,100 metres or 1,200 metres. And that was only a 1,000-metre race there on the weekend, obviously only a small field. And she was probably helped, to be fair, by the late scratching of her stablemate in Mexico who had issues at the barriers. So, he was the one that was heavily backed out of the two stablemates, but um, it ended up being a dear sunrise, got the cash. So... Yeah, we know what good trainer Michael Friedman is with these two-year-olds. Got a nice little another filly on his hand, but I dare say she's got to go through uh, the gears a little bit more, maybe with another race heading towards the slipper to be a real live chance in that two-year-old race. Now, Darren Weir, you've written about, uh, well, any potential comeback for him to training. Where's that all at? Yeah, so his band actually ends today, Mido. So from midnight tonight, if you remember correctly, that four-year ban that was imposed by Racing Victoria stewards for possessing those two years or electric shock devices comes to an end today. Uh, so from tomorrow, he's officially allowed back on a racetrack. But I've written a story in the Herald today uh, that Racing Victoria have, have quietly changed one of their policies called a suitability policy for for assessing people wanting to come back to the industry. And one of the particular uh, rules that they've added or one of the guidelines they've added is particularly pertains to animal welfare, a person's previous record in regards to animal welfare. So reading between the lines, I dare say it's another hurdle that's going to be thrown in the path of Darren Weir if he wants to come back to, to train racehorses. There's no confirmation he's actually reapplied for his licence. Um, obviously, Darren Weir's lawyer I spoke to yesterday and Racing Tory keeping their cards very close to their chest on, on that front. But he is able to reapply to reignite his training career from tomorrow. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that, um, see what any further developments are. But I suppose it's another hurdle in the path of Darren Weir trying to come back to training. What's the likelihood of him going somewhere else if he can't get yeah. clearance in Victoria? It's a good question, Loz. It's a very good question. Um, Victoria obviously can make their own decisions and then it's up to the other states if they want to try and accept an application from him so he potentially could move to 
wherever, I suppose, New South Wales, South Australia is not too far across the border. And he's, he's obviously sent a lot of horses across to race in Adelaide during his time as a trainer when he was all conquering and dominating the Australian racing scene. So I suppose that is an option. Uh, each state will take that licensing application on face value and on their own merits. So, yeah, we'll wait and see how this plays out. But um, I reckon there's going to be plenty of movement on the Darren Weir front in the next few weeks. Yeah, I know animal welfare is a massive concern for the industry and everyone involved. But I'm still of the belief that once you've served your sentence, shouldn't you be allowed to, to come back in? Yeah, I can understand that point of view, Loz, but the issue that he's got is that Racing Victoria have actually reopened the inquiry uh, into, his, into his issues because when he was initially banned for four years, basically it was only for possessing those figures. There was nothing else apart from that. But what we're seeing now is his criminal matters passed through the courts. We're seeing a video that was tended to court and played as evidence about some of the things that were going on behind the scenes. And Racing Victoria didn't have that evidence available to him at the time or didn't wow. act on that. So that's... You know, that, that's going to be the issue for him, isn't it, really? It's not the fact that he had those digits. It's the fact that, you know, some of the, the cruelty that was going on in the videos that were shown have not really been dealt with by the racing authorities. So they've publicly admitted Racing Victoria that they've reopened that inquiry in December. That's still ongoing at the moment. I don't think it's going to last too long, judging to a couple of people I spoke to yesterday. I think they're still working on that and hope to get a resolution pretty soon. But I would not be surprised at all uh, if there's another punishment coming his way from Racing Victoria. What do you think is going to happen with Latrell Mitchell and Jack White and Adam? Yeah, good question, Jerry. Good question. I, I saw the vision on Channel 7 News last night, and listen, I wasn't working yesterday. I wasn't making a whole lot of phone calls on this particular issue. And Buzz, you'll speak to Buzz in a little while, boys. You'll have much more information on this. But it seems like it's just a bit of silliness and foolhardy, foolhardy gone, gone wrong, really. And But my question is, like, what? I know Jack's celebrating his birthday and everything like that, but nothing good happens after midnight, one o'clock in the morning. So to be out at three forty-five in the morning or whatever it was, it's yeah, it's not a great look, is it? A week before you, they officially kick off their season in the All Stars game, so I imagine they're not going to get too significant punishments. I wouldn't have thought from the NRL or their clubs, but it's just not a good look. Mate, you have a good day. See you, boys.